Welcome back for another video. With a tight turnaround, it's a double upload today. If you missed the wildcard video earlier, in that one we discussed the best team to take into the remainder of the season. In this one, we'll be running through how the team is set to line up for Game Week 33. If you're not in my so rare league, you can play with the link below. It's free and you can win cards every week worth money. Here's how I'm lined up for next week. Matoma's coming to the team in place of Erdegaard and I'm starting a Verson over Edison. You can play for free using the link at the top of the description below, which also joins the Focal Mini League. I'm really enjoying so rare so far. It's a lighter version of FPL in many ways, with 5 players each week and 2 transfers each week. A few differences like that make it a fun game to play on the side. Play for free using the link at the top of the description. So starting with a quick look back at how Gamic 32 went. The free hit was saved with the intention to use it in Gamic 34. It felt like a waste to use the free hit in a blank gaming where I already had 11 playing. 52 points all out, which wasn't enough for a green arrow but not a massive red. For the second time this season, double Arsenal defence wiped out within the first 30 seconds of the game, which is hilarious really. Not as bad as the Bournemouth game which was even quicker and I was literally at the game for that one. Rice clean sheet was wiped out in the 89th minute which was painful as well. Though Villa were on top towards the end of the game so deserved it really, just a shame that Watkins wasn't involved. Tony scored, which was a relief, having backed him in recent weeks, and he's now made it past the point of a yellow card suspension. In other words, he'll now need 15 yellows for a suspension, though he'll likely leave the team this week, so the 9 points are a parting gift. On reflection, wisdom of the crowd definitely applies to FPL, and following the prescribed path of 3 hit 32 was the play in hindsight. Breaking away from the template can take you two ways, and normally in a very exaggerated way. Last season it gave me the glory of rank 1 in the world, this season's been the opposite. Nonetheless, enjoying the season and we'll continue to have fun in the coming game weeks, particularly the free hit in 34. So let's have a look at the teams lining up for game week 33. Two transfers banked, both of which will need to be spent before the free hit in 34. And if you'd like to follow the highs and lows of my season, make sure you subscribe to the channel. So still starts in goal, who has become a bit of a concern after Sanchez putting a good performance in the FA Cup, albeit Brighton were knocked out in penalties, none of which were saved. He did play well though, still made the bench having returned from injury. What we don't know is whether Sanchez was always going to be a cup keeper and still was the league keeper. Sanchez too quality not to play at all so this may have always been the plan, but he may have played his way back into the first choice 11. It would be a massive shame given Bryson's three double game weeks ahead and a forced goalkeeper transfer somewhere down the line. Fortunately with free hit 34 planned it's not an urgent one, but with Raya on the bench away to Chelsea it would be preferential not to deal with that. The back three is Alexander-Arnold, Trippier and Botman. Liverpool's defence hasn't proved much at all, considering in their last three, however Trent's got a haul in him. Over those three, he has four assists. Away to West Ham this week, who have two clean sheets in their last three, albeit against Bournemouth and Fulham. Against Bournemouth, they actually considered 1.14 xG, so a bit fortunate to come away with a clean sheet. The home game against Arsenal before that, they conceded 2.82 xG. Trippier and Botman face Everton, who were goalless last time out, though they are fighting for their lives. A clean sheet in this game would be massive, with Botman coinciding with the small rank gains to be had by Trippier. Newcastle will be absolutely buzzing after one of the upsets of the season, winning 6-1 against Spurs, and it gave Howe the opportunity to make some early substitutions, which we have seen him do before when games are all but wrapped up. The midfield is Matoma, Marsh, Salah captain and Rashford. So starting with the Brighton mids. Brighton's FA Cup game did go all the way, 120 minutes and then penalties, which isn't ideal before a midweek game. They play on Wednesday, so not a significant rest between, and they play more league games than anyone between now and Gamic 38, with three double game weeks. 
With Ferguson potentially injured long term, Welbeck has become an interesting pick, though he too is currently flagged. Hopefully March's confidence hasn't taken too much of a knock, having missed the only penalty to knock them out of the cup. So Salah gets the armband this week. At this point the plan is to continue having fun with what's left of the season. If I was top 10k right now, it would be on Haaland. I've talked lots about how if you're chasing, then Salah and Haaland are equally good this week, and if you caught the Gamic 32 players to buy video, FP Review actually has them even on projected points. So I'm going to put my money where my mouth is and back Salah. The question is, does Haaland come into the team this week or not? More on that in a minute. Rashford completes the midfield, and he too played 120 minutes in the FA Cup. An extra day of rest for Man United, with the Tottenham game falling on Thursday. Man United should be high in confidence though, through to the FA Cup final and a potential double on the cards, and they face Tottenham who leaked 6 games on the weekend. I hate to say it for Spurs fans listening, but if I were Kane I would be looking for a way out this summer. In fact Man United would be a great fit for them and exactly what they're looking for. If you were Kane, would you stick around to become a loyal club legend or leave for a chance of silverware? Let me know below. So let's move on to the front three, which is Kane and then it's Tony and Watkins. A couple of planned transfers out here, and it does feel dirty to be selling Kane after scoring in four of his last five, and Tony scoring last week as well. The transfers do need to be spent or they're lost, with the free hit 34 planned. There is an alternative transfer route which involves keeping Kane and buying Haaland. If Man United are without Fernandez, I might be tempted to go down that path which allows me to run with Salah, Kane and Haaland at the cost of a minus four. Spurs have to show a reaction next match at home in front of their fans. After all the concern of Tony's potential yellow card suspension, his run of 4 games without means that he now needs 15 yellows for suspension. Regardless, he is leaving the team this week despite what could be a favourable couple of games coming up. Watkins completes the 11. Another captaincy candidate if you are feeling like a brave bet against Haaland, but he gets the vice captaincy. Haaland will be joining the team this week, so the vice captaincy will actually switch over to him. The bench is Raya, Martinelli, Zinchenko and Gabriel. If Steele loses his spot, then Ryan does come into the game, away to Chelsea. Not the end of the world, given how Chelsea have struggled for goals. The issue is more having to move Steele on later to retain a Brighton triple up. So let's move on to the transfer plans. There's two routes being considered, and the one I'm favouring more is Kane to Haaland and Tony to Isak using two free transfers. As I said earlier, never a good feeling selling a player right after they score, let alone two. However, they both are upgrades for the run-in. No doubles for Kane or Tony remaining. Isaac's been really good lately, failing to score in just two of his last seven and scoring seven over that run. The other route possible is Tony to Haaland, Martinelli to Da Silva, who would remain last on the bench for the remainder, and then Gabriel to Moreno. This route allows me to keep the three mint of Salah, Kane and Haaland, which very few teams will have, so that's a fun differential on its own accord. Moreno would only be used twice for the remainder of the season though, Fulham this week and then Wolves and Gamic 35. Let me know which route you prefer. The second route still allows me to get Isaac at the sacrifice of Kane in Gamic 36 instead. So I'd get two games out of Kane either side of the double Gamic 34, which would be against Man United and Palace, both at home. If you're an Aston Villa fan, let me know what the chances are of Moreno getting a rest at some point, having been withdrawn earlier for Dina last match after 65 mins. Following announcements this week, the rest of the FPL season is locked in now. Here's the full fixture ticker with those doubles in 34, 36 and 37 locked in. Those are the key weeks to be prepping for. And on top of Isaac's recent form, that doubling 36 is a potential week for captaining him. Hence, both transfer paths have him as a transfer in, be it now or later. It's a nice double in the penultimate game week of the season in 37 as well, which will be a nice opportunity for one big final push. 
So let me know what your plans are in the comments this week as well. The final upload will be the experts. See you soon for the next one. And make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out. Sports Social Podcast Network.